Welcome to the DEI Discussions podcast series. We are recording live in front of an audience at Money 2020 in the Money Pot. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. And today we are joined by Sandy Samantare, VP Product at Thread. He is here to share how he walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more he wants done. Sandy, it's great to have you. Thank you, Nadia. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited. It would be wonderful if we could start by you telling us a bit more about Thread. Yeah, so Thread, we have been around for a long time and exciting issue processing platform and seen us in different ways and forms. We're known as Global Processing Services GPS prior to this. But with Thread, we are taking the leap into a very different horizon. So we power some of the amazing uh, players in this industry, namely Revolut, Starling, Zilch, Curve, you name them. We are behind them. So we are a payments platform and we are moving into the whole length and breadth of payments in there. It's fascinating, really, because when, once people hear the name Thread, know about Thread, we know that the you are the thread between exactly. all of the businesses. Yes, yes. So I understand that. So I wanted to ask you a bit more about that because there's been a rebrand, big plans to expand. Yep. Tell us more. Yeah. So it's it's we are excited, extremely excited. It's an exciting space, but also we are we are extremely cognizant of of what's happening in the economy in general, and also how do you take those products and features to be more inclusive into the society as well. So that's a key theme that's around Thread as well. With Thread, our plans are amazing. That's happening at this point in time. So we're looking at different use cases, different segments. We basically powered and enabled like some of the initial fintech unicorns who then turned up being scale-ups into enterprises. Now we're expanding uh, globally. We have offices in APAC. We service our clients in there, namely Payde, acquired by PayPal, their big name, and a lot of others like WeLab. So our expansion plans are now going more global domination. And so more products, more features, but also be able to support our existing customers with uh, some impeccable service and customer service behind that. So so that's that's the plan. Yeah, so... The fact that you're VP of product, this is really, really interesting, you know, as you're expanding into new regions yep. and building different products to serve those individuals. I, I want to hear more about your role within product. Mm -hmm. like, let's hear about what product is, what it, what your job entails, and then it would be wonderful to talk a bit more about how people get into product. Absolutely. So uh, I've, I started as a developer, and I, I say that in, in most of the talks I do is because uh, to understand product, you have to understand the nuances around technology and uh, coming, it's always helpful coming from a development and an engineering background. So I started long back uh, working on IBM systems as a developer. Wow. And then I moved slowly into the banking space because, you know, the, most of the systems banks would use then. And uh, so I had a very experience working with some of the big banks in the space and then decided to move what I call into the challenger side of things, which is fintech and payments. It's exciting, the space always puzzling. And uh, we all love payments because we do payments. So as a product person, my entire focus is around how do you develop a consumable as well as a smart use case that can be then converted into a, a feature set, a rich feature set. So I've got a team, a team of product managers working with me. There's a team of UX and UI as well, along with that. And then we've got business analysts working with us. 
there's an entire team that takes us end-to-end requirements into into picture and then taking and enabling that back as a live production use case. So that's the simplistic uh, definition of what a product entails. But on a day-to-day basis, speaking to customers, what's the voice of the customer, what's the user feedback, what's the market research around that? Are we building the right things? Are we listening to our clients who want things A rather than things B? What's the roadmap looks like? How much of that is achievable? What does a good MVP looks like? And I'm, I'm putting a lot of product terms right now. Mm. But in this space, it's, it's really essential to reclaim the story back that you cannot build everything and what's what's sort of like the safe way of doing a build by partner also. So these are some of the strategic decisions we try taking on a daily basis and we have stand-ups and we put that across in front of our execs. And yeah, we, we try to do the right thing each time. Mm. It's fascinating listening to you, like all the people within the team, how uh, requirements come in, how you listen to feedback, how you pivot depending yeah. on that feedback and you know, adjusting which way, which direction you're going to go in. That just sounds like the environment needs to be around creation and innovation and, you know, safety within that as well. So I'd love to hear more, like when you do hear some feedback and you think, oh, let's implement that, how does that work? Yeah, well, so we we try not taking a reactive approach to feedback. We always try taking a prescriptive and a proactive approach. What I mean by that is, when you listen to a feedback immediately, solutionizing is not the first thing that we bring. We try to understand what the problem statement is. So we go back to the drawing board and say, okay, so if a customer has mentioned that this is the feedback on something or they seem certain things are missing or there's an enhancement, or there are areas of improvement, is it something which can be discussed just sitting in front of the customer? Could be just a chat away? And it could be a configuration change rather than a complete end-to-end design requirements. So it's more around interpersonal discussions as well. So that's where most of the product is, is is how your soft cues and what you pick from those discussions and nuances. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how we pick it. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. I mean, I think we can all use that advice in every avenue of life, really, when someone comes to you with a problem. Like, let's really identify what that problem is. And just thinking about the environment and thinking about the culture, what do you think is the biggest challenge that we must overcome for inclusion and that safe conversation to become embedded in the industry? Well, yeah, absolutely. And and this is this is the need of the times. It's it's something that needs to be identified really strong in the industry in general and also in specific industries like technology in in particular. We are very, very cognizant of this fact, but we also take step forward in doing all of this. Especially we have employee resource groups, which are colleague-led. So we discuss and we have initiatives around race, gender, disability, mental health. And also during our interview processes where we source for candidates, we try to avoid known bias into into the recruitment systems and that's part of talent finding just generally speaking to people and and trying and understanding you know the, the usage of certain words and nuances i'm extremely proud to say that we actually went back on most of our documentations especially that's used in technology and we changed some of the words making it appropriate for Fantastic. for the technology forward like yeah. some of the words which were given previously in technology we changed those in our in our documentations and yeah so we walk the, we try and walk the talk. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. It's all about walking that talk. And, 
you know, thinking about today's event, it would be wonderful for you just to share some of your experiences here at Money 2020 yeah. and really your learns. Yeah, so it's exciting and it's it's just gotten bigger. I love the stages, I love the speaker's lounge and I love just walking around everywhere and seeing there's a lot of activity happening, especially around the digital IE spaces, around KYC, around fraud management. And that's been a challenge of our times, managing compliance and fraud. So I think what we are seeing in general in the industry is the emergence of players that are working together with players like us to be able to tackle fraud. And we do that uh, or try to manage that a lot as a product in Thread. My view of Money 2020 has been, it's, it's fabulous. Let's Let's make it bigger next time much more and yeah I, I just love coming back and and yeah we we had a lot of fun at our stages at threat yeah that sounds great and um there's a question I want us just to go back on yeah. around if anyone's listening to this and they're thinking product could be a really good place for me mm-hmm. what's a good way of getting into the product space yeah absolutely and uh, I've been in around product for almost more than a decade now and what I would advise is go vertical deep it's easy being horizontal it's one step short of being a generalist, but one has to go deep in terms of what space they're looking at. Go deep in one aspect and you can go horizontal in multiple. And when you add on top to that, then you have uh, your uh, commercial discussions, your pricing, you understand finance, you understand relationships with vendor and partners. But if you go deep on something like on digital wallets or you know how do you manage fraud on 3D Secure, uh, on KYC and AML, then you have the expertise vertically deep, but you also have the generalist view around that. Mm-hmm. That's a good start for entering into product. Mm-hmm. And you entered into product through the development and technical route. Are there any other routes that people can get into product? Well, uh, there has been multiple way of uh, getting higher degree uh, that worked till one point in time of getting an MBA degree into strategy <laughs> and getting yeah. into product. But what we have seen is in due course, you have to be at least an expert in one of the domain skills. And if you do not get that, you can do product so far, but you need to understand the nuances of what you're trying to build rather mm-hmm. than just mm-hmm. vanilla project management around mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. yeah, that's really, really interesting. And, you know, this, this podcast, I always introduce it saying we're here today to walk the talk for change. This is about bringing more people into the industry and showcasing some of the best businesses and best career paths in the industry. So when people are listening to your podcast today, I want them to go away and do something for inclusion within within their workplace. What would that be and what would your advice be to them listening? Yeah, it, it's really an amazing question and it's extremely difficult and hard to even implement some of the initial thoughts when you don't start it from within. So you have to believe what you're doing first and you have to believe in the culture you want to set in the company. You want to believe in the initiatives that you're doing, and that should come all the way from the sponsorship level. If it doesn't come from the sponsorship level, no matter how much of programs or how much of processes you put in place, it's going to break. We are extremely proud that at Thread, it comes right from the top and also alignment from the bottom. And when I say bottom, it doesn't necessarily mean employees and execs. It's from all spectrums of work order. Mm. And, you know, you really do walk the talk on that. Everything that you've said today has been about listening to people and gathering that feedback. And that's really shone through. And you've taught me so much about product and I hope the listeners too. So thank you so much, Sandy, for joining us on the DEI Discussions podcast series in the Money Pot, live at Money 2020. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nadia. Thank you.